I love how he said welcome back. That was our very first episode. Uh huh. Our second episode. You did guess, last week. I guess, yeah. You did the first. I did the last week. So you can do this one. Okay. And three, two, one. You're live with the Film Bluffs podcast that is not live, but you're listening to it right now. So welcome to episode three of the Film Bluffs podcast. So if you were caught off guard by our episode title last week it is not our series finale but that episode was about series finales we're just getting started we're just getting started we did not cap off at two episodes we're gonna make it to the at least seven podcast episode mark we'll make it way farther than that for all you who haven't watched yet and you're just watching now by the time we have seven episodes you can watch one a day so that's true all the time. Just watch episode one every Monday. Yeah. Episode two every Tuesday. Yeah. That's for all you that fans that are one, like already keeping up with us. That means this one is for Wednesdays. For so Wednesdays. happy Wednesday. Wednesdays we wear pink, people. Except for we're not wearing pink. We're recording this on Tuesday. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tuesday. <laughs> all right. What is up, everybody? Today, we don't have much of a topic, but we're going to be playing a few games since nobody sent in any questions, you know, today I posted a picture of Cade putting together a shelf in the fetal position for some reason. And I was scared. I said, hey, send us your questions. Last I checked, 15 people had seen it and zero questions. Oh. Let me check it right now. It's fake. Let's see. Let's see. And if you're watching this right now, I really hope you feel called out because that was our intent. 18 views, zero questions. Can I see? Yep. You're going to call see. everyone out by yep. name? Yep. Let's see. It. Piper, she viewed it. Weston viewed it. Joy viewed it. She, she viewed it. Cody, Cody viewed it. Abigail viewed it. That's my Abby. She doesn't get in trouble. Oh, yeah. I heard you were watching it. Shout out to Abby. She doesn't get in trouble. That's my Abby. I heard, I heard you were watching it at work. Shout out to you. We love you. Caitlin. Can't get fake. mad at Caitlin. She did. She did provide no, for this episode. Fake. She did provide for this episode. She though. didn't provide a question. It's fake. Keep going. Okay. Well, Caitlin. Well. Brooklyn. <laughs> Gabby. Josie. Alyssa. Grace. Kylie. Brayden. Fake. 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 Sarah. Fake. Wow. And those are like all of my closest. Julieta. Julieta. She yeah. subscribed, I think, after we were on our reels, our very first reel. Mm-hmm. I think she had um, followed the page, which is cool. All right. Yeah. So Mostly team. people just view our podcast who know us, actually, and love us. So That's true. If you don't know us and love us, get ready, because mm-hmm. you'll know us and love us very soon. By episode four, you're going to fall in love with us. Yeah. If this one doesn't do it for you. Come back at episode four. Go find another podcast. No, come back at episode four. And if that one doesn't do it for you. I don't know. I don't come back like for episode five honest. and then go somewhere else. At least come back for episode five and a half. You know? Today I'm drinking out of this mug that I thought said Jesus saves, but it apparently it changes into Jesus shaves. <laughs> and it says Jesus shaves saves. Is the save supposed to go away? No, I think it stays, but this part right Mm -hmm. here is just gray, I think. Yeah, so when it was cold and before 
probably because I've been drinking out of it. It's like a little less than halfway. <coughs> when it gets hot, he's holding some little coupons and that changes to a razor. And then his beard goes away. I'm going to give them a close up. Okay. Tell them about this mug. So this is the one and only Pastor Brandon's mug. It sits on his Who desk. Who knows where he got it from? Who knows where he got it from? But it sits on his desk, all pretty. And he informed us one day that it changes when you get it warm, when, when warm liquid gets into the cup. And so it starts off, Jesus has a full beard, and then once the hot water or hot coffee, whatever you put in it, gets in there and warms up the mug, the beard goes away. And then Jesus not only saves, but he shaves. And I think this Jesus bought that razor using his coupons. So yes. he probably saved on his shave. $75. That's $75? an expensive razor. That is cents. 75 oh. cents. Do well, you know? I, I thought it was a dollar sign, okay? It, okay, look. Silly boy. I'm blind in both eyes. Mm-hmm. That's why this is a podcast. Yeah. Because Cade can only hear. Yeah. But I still watch it on YouTube because I like to imagine I can see. Yeah. I like to pretend I can still see. Yeah. Okay. So today on this episode of Film Bluffs Podcast, since we didn't get any any questions at all and we asked for questions last time, that's the last time we're going to ever ask for audience participation. Never again will we Never ever again. do that. You shot yourself in the foot. We've learned our lesson and the people do not care. I don't care about so. us. It's all right. They just like to text us that they're listening to it and their thoughts, which I love and appreciate. Yes. Today, Sadie sent me like four messages. Shout out, Shout to, out Sadie. to Sadie. She has been a day one Film Bluffs pod fan since we were sitting in the prayer room and we first told them all that we wanted to have a podcast. Yes. Before we even had a name. If you're watching this and you did not send us any questions, DM which us. Which is everyone watching this. Nobody sends us any questions. DM us that you're sorry and that you won't let it happen again. Here's specific people I want questions from. Poppers. Sadie. Grace. Alyssa. Caitlin. Who else do we know that listens for sure? Weston has apparently been limping through our podcast, he so is. that doesn't really count. He's slowly Those getting through episode people. one. I want one question from because we have five viewers that I know I've heard from. Oh, Abby. Abby doesn't have to send us questions. Abby Abby doesn't have to send us questions. But we love her. I do love her. Love you dearly. Abs my babs. I don't know you. That's why I call her. Appreciate your views. Call her abs my babs. Abs my babs. You don't get to say that, just me. You literally just told me to call her that. No, I said that's what I call her. Oh, I'm sorry. You could call her Abigail. I'm blind and deaf. Okay. <laughs> Even though the headphones are right here and I can hear exactly what she said. Yeah, you can actually hear me better than you've ever been able to hear me before. That's saying a lot because she's loud sometimes. Only when I bring you guys treats. She brought us burritos this morning. I did. I'm really kind. She is. Sometimes. Okay. So what we're doing today instead of answering questions is we are doing a tv draft so basically how it's gonna go is kate is gonna pick a genre out of our genre bowl from episode one and we are going to draft characters for this tv show but they cannot be from this genre so we have to make a tv show that is in the genre oh i put it back in sorry oh well i pick 
Sci-fi. Sci-fi. All right. All right. Sci-fi using no sci-fi characters. E-Z. You go first. Sheldon Cooper. Okay. I'm going Nick Miller. Nick Miller in a freaking space. Or Nick Miller with superpowers. Amazing. Winston. I love Winston, which I can't pick Winston because then I'd have all new girls. So I'm going to go Nick Miller meets Tom Haverford. Who's that from? Uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, ah, yes. Aziz, I'm sorry. I don't know if that's right. It's they're, okay. They're not looking. My spelling. I um, my notebook. Leroy Jethro Gibbs. What is with you in NCIS, the freaking chokehold it has on you? This is ridiculous, man. Okay. I have to pick a girl now because I need a girl. Um, I'm going to go Jane from Jane the Virgin. Nice. My cast is diverse as heck, bro. I don't remember her last name. Villanueva. A virgin. Her last name is Vienna Weva. It's okay. Well, Jane now we know her. Oh, oh, it's my turn. Um, mm-hmm. 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 I need a girl. Mm. <laughs> Miley Stewart. <laughs> I thought you were going to pick mine. That is really funny, <laughs> Miley Stewart. I'm going to go Pam from The Office. Pam Beasley, baby. Or Halpert, however you want to put it. Respect her. Halpert, yeah. Put some respect on that name. Okay, right. one more. <clears throat> last pick, last pick. Last pick, last pick. Um, Let's see. Phineas. Phineas. Like Billy Eilish's brother. I'm just kidding. Phineas and Verb. Phineas and Verb. You went a little. You went a little random on yours, like that. Okay. I'm gonna go Eleanor Shellstrop from. I just finished watching it. What was it? Good place. Good place. Kristen Bell. Love her. I'm obsessed with her. All right. Tell us about your story. I have to go first. Okay, so there is an opportunity of a lifetime to get to go spend a year in space. And you just have to enter a contest online one time. And so you can buy like different levels, but if you enter one time, it's kind of like whatever. So Nick ends up putting his name in, but he doesn't remember it because he thought he was signing up for a newsletter for, I don't know, like cookies or something. <laughs> anyway, so he doesn't remember what he's doing. Tom Haverford, however, he entered day one, second one. He was in it to win it. He wanted to go live in space because he thought, oh, man, all these space people, they're going to be so cool, so chill. I'm going to be fly. I'm going to be the coolest guy in the world. Jane the Virgin, she did not enter herself. Her mom entered her. Because her mom is always trying to get Jane to have new experiences. So her mom enters her into this contest. Pam, however, 
she's feeling a little she's feeling a little crazy she's like i gotta get out of this house with these kids maybe not for a year but whatever like i'm gonna do something risky Risky. actually let's take that back let's take pam before she was married okay so pam pam before she has her kids she's feeling a little closed off in the whole office situation she's done being a receptionist she wants out so she's like I'm just going to enter this. What's what's going to happen? Eleanor Shellstrop, man, she fully knew. She's like, I'm going to get out of this place. I'm from Arizona. I need to get off this planet. Which, that's funny because she does die in this show. That's what it's all about. Anyway, so they all end up winning, right? Out of all the people in the world who enter all the times. These five end up winning. So they go and they have to like have a dinner and meet and greet. It's hilarious. It's so random. They end up going into space. But on their way to their spaceship station, they get diverted and they end up landing on a planet that actually can have life. So now they're stranded on a planet, but it can sustain life. So then they have to build a life on this other planet. These five characters. Wow. Mine's a sci-fi comedy. Sci-fi comedy. Wow. It would be really funny, actually. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it. I like it. All right, you ready for mine? No. <laughs> All right. All right, so mine starts off. Sheldon Cooper, right? Smart man. Very smart man. IQ of a big number. I don't know. He decides that he's going to build a machine that can clone himself because he just wants to be around like-minded people, and there's only one person smart enough to be around, and that's himself. Right. So... He decides he wants to build this machine that clones him, but his buddy Leonard, minor character, comes and distracts him, right? I know, I know, hold on. Doesn't distract him. He does the wrong formula or whatever. He doesn't end up building a cloning machine. He ends up building a dimension, like portal type thing. And so he starts bringing in these other people, right? He brings in this guy named Winston. He's a cop. Kind of funny. Likes birds. Likes birds. He's colorblind. And his colorblind. And he brings in this guy, Winston, with birds all over his shirt. And he comes in, and he just be acting goofy. Annoys Sheldon. He's just talking. He's be acting goofy. Just be acting goofy. He just annoys Sheldon, all right? Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to get this fixed, right? Well, then, he start, he, another portal opens. And here comes this Navy guy, right? Mm-hmm. Very mean. He's now pissed that he is in some rando's apartment with Sheldon Cooper. Then another one opens, and here comes Myla Stewart. Actually, first comes her wig. The wig <laughs> comes first, and here she comes and chasing she it. Comes. And so she comes stumbling in, talking all about what happened. Dang flabbit. Sweet niblets. What the heck? So, right, she's coming in. And then, out of nowhere, from the sky, comes flying Phineas. But A he didn't come. Real life cartoon? Real life cartoon. But he didn't come from Sheldon's portal he made one himself oh he made one himself he made a time machine first and then he he knew what happens he knows what sheldon does but he was too late to come back and stop him well then him and sheldon start arguing about how to fix this they end up blowing up the machine right they all end up going across the apartment right they wake up most of them with superpowers right sheldon still very smart but also is now very fast, right? Winston can fly with wings like a bird. Nice. Gibbs doesn't 
really think he has a power yet. He's just still pissed off, right? Yeah, he was head, in the middle of a crime. Yeah, head slapping everybody. He's just mad. You come to find out that he wasn't left out. That's later on in the series. In the series, not the season. Anyway. Then, Miley, she's a shapeshifter. Oh, that's perfect for her show. Right? Now she doesn't have to wear a wig anymore. So, in Phineas, he can turn invisible. Wow. And also turn from a cartoon to a real-life person. Does he turn into Phineas... Billy Eilish's brother? Yes. That's the real life version of him. Love it. Yeah. He's very talented. So now they join it. They make a team to start fighting crime. Except not everyone's happy still. Because like Mr. Gibbs. Gibbs still wants to go back home. Yeah. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be there. But you follow this band of misfits. That makes sense. In fighting crime and the stories that develop throughout that. That's good. It's kind of like That's So Sweet Life of Hannah Montana. Yeah. But where it crosses many, many millennia. Many, many, many. Okay. Time for a word from our sponsors. Let's do it. And I just realized if you're an audio only listener, you do not know that we are grabbing pieces of paper with words written on them to decide who our sponsor is. This is, uh, we've always done it. Yes. All right. I got decomposing. I got shiplap. Decomposing shiplap actually is a really great product because have you ever seen a like style on Pinterest or on like HGTV and you're like that would be really cool but I don't know if that's going to be cool in like 10 years you know or like five years even because it's like yearly these things are changing because like shiplap was in at a certain point and now it's not really in so much anymore so if you would have bought decomposing shiplap when it was in by this time, you'd be ready to get something new anyway. Yes. So what you do is you just buy a decomposing product. So that way, when it's not even popular anymore, it won't even exist anymore. Yes. It's decomposing. And the great thing about this is it doesn't make a mess. No. When it decomposes, it, goes, it, it like basically disappears. evaporates into yeah. the air. And all of the particles and everything that are in there goes back into the earth. Absolutely. And then is able to make more resources for us. Yeah. For whether it's more decomposing shiplap or yeah, decomposing you, something it, else. Yeah, because it like builds another, it like creates another tree. Yes. Where you cut the shiplap from in the first place. Yeah. So, Don't worry, a tree does not form in your house. Like I, I mean, said, it goes in the air and it goes somewhere else. But if a true. tree does form in your house, that's decomposing shiplap is not responsible that's for not any trees on growing the in the house. Bluff podcast because no. that is on the company decomposing shiplap. Yeah. And if you use our code filmbluff D ship 14 the ship 14 you can get 14 panels of this decomposing ship lap for the price of five panels so what you get like seven panels free i don't know math this nine, is why it's a film bluff podcast, nine not panels a math podcast. for free you get nine free panels of this stuff, so you could do it like maybe in your bathroom or something, or like a or like a main wall. Yeah. If you want like an accent wall, you could do that. And all we get is a hundred percent of the profits. Yes. So that's what we get here. So make sure you use our code because if you use our code, 
uh, you get a deal that already exists because that's just kind of how they do their business. But then we get 100% of the profits instead of the actual company. That's just kind of a, a really great deal that I worked out with them. Yeah. So that's how we're able to do this here, changing lives on the Film Bluff podcast. That's how we've made it to episode three, guys. <sighs> we could not have made it without decomposing shiplap. Okay. And we're back. And we're back. What do we do now? What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh, the worst movie I've ever seen. I didn't finish watching it. So it's not only, I think, probably one of the stupidest movies. I love the concept of the switching body movies, right? Mm -hmm. Freaky Friday. Yes. But there's a movie where it's Ryan Reynolds and I think like (coughs) Jason Bateman or something and they pee in a fountain and they switch bodies. Hmm. And there's like little babies who are like climbing in the kitchen or something and they're like turning on the blender i don't really remember i watched it when i was a kid not a kid like a teenager i actually got in trouble because i watched it with some um of my older friends who were like in their 20s um who were probably not really like friend friends i don't know they were kind of friends they lived in our backyard anyway and Keenan was getting in trouble, right, about his grades or something, right? And he knew I'd watch this movie, and it was rated R. Didn't finish watching it because it was terrible. It was rated R. We had turned it off. And Keenan was getting in trouble for something. I'm walking through the living room, and he goes, Well, she watched a rated R movie! And points right at me. So that's kind of just the worst movie experience I've had. Wow. And it wasn't even good. Write it out. I literally didn't even finish watching it. Did it take any pressure off of him? I think him? it's called like the change up or something like that. No, they didn't even care. Well, they punished me later, but they kept punishing him. Note to like, self, to our younger viewers, if you're going to try to throw your younger siblings under the bus to and, get yourself out yeah, of trouble. Don't do it. And don't watch work. rated R movies because your siblings will rat on you. Yes. What about you? Um, I believe it's called The Watch. Um, I think it's- Is that with Vince Vaughn? I think it's Vince Vaughn, Ben Stiller, Jonah Hill, and somebody else. Like neighborhood watch movie? Yeah. I've never seen it. And so, okay, get this. So I saw the previews for it and everything, right? And I thought it was a comedy about a group of guys who start a neighborhood watch. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. No, okay, so you get in there, and they're like, they, the reason they start it is because there's like been some like mysterious stuff going on. And so, again, they set it, the whole thing up as if like, it's probably like some teenagers doing this or something stupid. Mm-hmm. It's going to be funny, right? You get through about halfway through the movie and towards like the end you realize that it wasn't like rebel rebellious teenagers or someone just being stupid it was aliens no yeah and then they get they go into i think it's a grocery store i think i i own the movie because I, I i bought it at hastings used shout out to hastings shout out to hastings and One like i said i was biggest sponsors amen and i was super excited to watch it and so i was sitting there watching it and it was funny at the beginning and then it's just, you can tell when it starts getting weird. And then so I think they get, like, they hold up in a, like, a grocery store or something like that. And then they have to start fighting off the aliens. It's the weirdest movie. Dang. I was not That seems thrilled. like, it seems like what they wanted to do was Zombieland. But what Kinda. they did was crazy terrible because yeah. like the concept of zombie land is hilarious it's like a modern zombie comedy right but they do it really well and it's really funny and zombie land 2 is really funny but that that's whack yeah 
Like I, I would said, have been. I'm so glad I never watched it. Yeah, I don't ever recall like any of the previews. I don't recall anything being about aliens or anything. I literally thought it was a comedy about Neighborhood Watch, which it technically is. We love but, plot twist though. Yeah, it was a, it was a good. huge plot twist. So you know, kudos for them for keeping that plot twist. Yeah. You know intact but it was not the best plot twist here's a movie that has come out in the last i would guess i don't actually know when it came out i think it came out in like 2018 it's so good and it has a huge plot twist and it's one of the best funniest movies i've seen released in the last few years it's called game night with rachel mcadams jason bateman the guy who plays winston's in it i think yeah he is and it is so funny. It is really good. And it has a huge plot twist. It's so fun. Hmm. I love it. And so that is a crazy plot twist that is really good. And I 100% recommend the movie Game Night. Especially if you're watching with a group of friends and you're like, I don't know what to watch. We all want to watch something we haven't seen. That movie will put you on a ride. It is fun. It is so good. Hmm. I love to watch that movie with people who have never seen it because then I'm like, <laughs> oh man it's gonna get good so i have a question you just brought this up when you watch movies with a friend you have a movie uh-huh. night yeah do you expect to just sit and watch that movie in silence or do you expect talking throughout the whole thing have i seen the movie before have we all seen it before um it's half and half i don't i don't mind talking i don't really care i know there's some people i believe yeah. carson Carson Does is not a brat, like- and he literally gets <laughs> mad at any talking ever, which is why he lives with his noise-canceling headphones <laughs> in. And if you're not aware, Carson is my brother, but he is annoying, and he doesn't listen to our podcast, so it doesn't even matter. Mm, we can talk all the crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll say it to his face, so it's not even behind his back. Anyway, I don't really mind talking, but here's one thing. I love quoting a movie alongside it, if it's funny and it's just the parts that are like fun and funny, like the jokes. But when someone quotes an entire movie or like scene from a show and it's just like random monologue, I'm like, I don't need to hear that you know this part. Like, I don't need to hear that they knock and you say, oh, hello. And like the exact time I'm like, oh, very impressive. It's like when you're in the middle of a sermon and somebody starts quoting the scripture right along the pastor. I'm like, yeah, bro, we all know it. Nobody needs to know that you know it. <laughs> But that's the same thing. It's like, like if we're watching House Bunny, which is one of my favorite movies ever, and it comes to one of the jokes, like I'm going to do the joke, right? I'm going to do the bit because I'll do it in my normal life. But if it's just a random part where they're just like talking, I'm not going to do that part. Like, what the heck? That's just a flex that you know the movie. that You've seen the movie a minute. And it's like you don't get the tone right or the cadence or the rhythm and so then you're off and it's like now you're just you're not making any sense and now you're just quoting this to kind of seem like oh i'm big and bad or whatever this isn't even that good of a movie guess what if you're listening to this and you feel like you're being attacked right now it's because you are because if that is you you're being attacked this is your intervention and you needed it and i don't mind talking and being like oh where are they from or oh what's happening here Literally, I don't care about that because you know, I don't think about that all the time. Biggest pet peeves is, and it's mm. usually kids who do it, but sometimes older people do it. When you're watching a movie for the first time, like both oh, of and you, they say like, and like what's gonna happen? What's happening? What are they doing? Like, yeah. what are they saying? Like, what? I'm watching the movie right yeah, now. Yeah, like, oh my god, time. are they? 
are they gonna get killed oh my what's happening what's gonna happen i don't know i don't know Where are the i went theater i went with my cousins while they were in town to watch uh black panther oh, on right. thursday uh-huh. or yeah thursday i saw that you put it was 10 out of 11 yeah i meant to be 11 out of 10 <laughs> um i was driving and i was, was like oh man dyslexic. it just hardly got there it just right. hardly got there black panther is a 10 out of 11 10 just out so 11 you know. it was 11 out of 10 it was a really good movie but uh i heard my little cousin down the road talking to his mom and he was like what are they doing why are they doing that what are they talking i was like bro all of us are watching this for the first time none yeah. of us have seen this movie but he's eight this or movie nine just came out yeah. yeah but um so next question and i think you just answered it what is a movie that you watch it by yourself that you can quote basically the whole script by myself that i've watched yeah, like, well, you like, just mean like, like if you're I, if you're like watching, you can watch a movie by yourself. Like you just said, you don't like quoting the whole movie. Uh-huh. But like, what is one that you could quote? Maybe not just by yourself, but what is one in that you general, could quote? There's a few. House Bunny is one of my favorite movies ever. It's in my top three for sure. It's like my favorite movie. Anna Faris, um, Emma Stone, so good. Um, one of the girls from that movie is in Thor, one, and in WandaVision. Oh, um, Kat Dennings. Yes, Kat Dennings. Yeah, she's in this movie too. And anyway, it's really good. And Colin Hanks, Tom Hanks' son, he's in this movie too. Oh, nice. And a guy from One Tree Hill is in this movie too. Oh, nice. His name is Matt Barr. Anyway, um, I can quote pretty much that entire movie, like even the boring parts, but I wouldn't because that's frustrating. But I do love that movie and I can quote it a lot. Also, um, Master of Disguise, that's a fam fave that hmm. I can quote really, really weird. Oh, yes. I've never seen it, but y'all quote it a disguise. lot. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, you know what mine is? What? The Simpsons movie. I've never seen The Simpsons anything ever. I wa- The Simpsons movie was the first thing I'd ever watched, Simpsons related. Um, is just it cause, even funny? Huh? I said, is it even funny? The movie? Yeah, it's hilarious. It's like cartoon. Though. Yeah, I love it, but it's like an like a adult cartoon, which it's not. And it's which not, I understand that. Yeah, but, but it's and it's not like it's not like Family Guy where it's like overly like um hard where it's like not inappropriate. Uh-huh. Like there's some like adult jokes in there, but it's not like hmm. like vulgar. Okay, they have the donut, right? Yeah, so the pink donut. Okay. Yeah, I love that movie. I can sit and listen to like quote it word for word that's really random i wasn't expecting that from yeah. you i did not know that you've ever seen the simpsons the, i've watched the i've watched the series i've watched like the series in like in order since disney plus has come out like i'm working through it what are they like a million seasons i think they're on like season 36 oh my there's God. like over 500 episodes so that's why it's taking me like three years that's crazy <laughs> go through it so i just watch it when i get bored and i yeah. need noise but yeah, Simpsons movie is my favorite movie to like sit and just quote. Me and my childhood best friend watched it and we would quote it to each other all the time. That's awesome. I love those kind of movies. Um, I feel like some really popular like quotable movies are like Princess Diaries. It's like from our generation, like pretty popular to quote. Napoleon Dynamite, obviously. Yeah. Um, Nacho Libre, obviously. Those are like never the really seen Nacho Libre. those are like the really gimme ones that are like really quotable that people usually do. Have you ever seen White Chicks? I love White Chicks. White Chicks is really funny. That movie is really quotable. It really is. Really is. Dumb and Dumber is another one that I can quote. Everybody freaking loves Dumb and Dumber. I love Dumb and Dumber. 
the thing about me is if my brothers are ever on something it drives me absolutely nuts where I start to detest that thing so like they did dumb and dumber and I absolutely hated dumb and dumber because of the way they would just say it all the time the quotes all the time and watch all the time kind of like all the time kind of like how Weston and Keenan were with John Mulaney Yes, and that, even before all the John Mulaney drama, is why I hated John Mulaney. It's like, I don't care if he's funny. My brothers have ruined him forever. <laughs> Same with Duck Dynasty. They were obsessed with Duck oh, Dynasty, and Duck Dynasty yeah. was so funny. And you have to watch it, you have to try it. And I will literally sit there and be like, I hate this. Which is probably what people feel about The Office. They will say they will sit there and be like, I hate The Office. It's not funny. It's like, okay, you actually just genuinely don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but... I feel like there are probably parts of Duck Dynasty that are funny, but I could never get into that show like my family because it drove me nuts. And that's the same way I feel about Dumb and Dumber. I love Dumb and Dumber. I mean, it's funny, but... We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. Yeah, I feel like it's really quotable. But I feel like the funnier way to do a dumb character is to have a smart character alongside them. So, like, that's what they do in House Bunny is, like... This chick comes from the Playboy Mansion, right? And so she's, like, been kicked out. Um, And so she's looking for somewhere to go. She ends up finding this sorority house that needs a house mother. And she goes with them. And all of the girls in the house are super smart. And they're, like, outcasts to society because they're so smart. And she's just so stupid. And so the ongoing jokes is like she gets smarter as it's going and so then she understands like what they've been saying about her in the beginning and so then and then like the guy that she's into is a really smart guy so it's like her stupidness is funnier because no one around her understands she's the only one who's stupid so it's like for me that's funnier because there are all these jokes that she's saying and everyone just sits there and looks at her (laughs) You know, but she's not trying to say a joke like she's being for real. And I think with Dumb and Dumber is everyone except for those two characters is smart, but no other characters are in it enough to where you're like constantly seeing the effects of them on people because like their situation is always changing. Well, I think that's kind of like why I like it is because their dumbness affects everybody else around them. And so even if they're not in the whole movie, even if it's just for a scene, you uh, you see like what they're 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 doing yeah and so even if it's like just that for a moment i think it's it's like anything like i think about the the scene when they're in the diner and they're just like being stupid and the waitress like gets annoyed with them i think it's kind of like in everyday life when you're just like you go out to eat and there's that one annoying person sitting right next to you you're never going to see that person again but for in that moment right there driving you crazy and so i think I, I, that's why i like dumb and dumber is it's kind of like that yeah I get that, except for I think that's probably why I wouldn't like it, is because that would annoy me. True. Like, I would just be like, why am I watching this casually? This is driving me insane. Yeah. If they were real people and I was sitting next to them at a, at a diner, I would be annoyed. But just to watch them knowing they're fake, it's funny. Yeah. And it's that thing of, like, they're going through the world continually not knowing they're the problem. Yeah. And I'm like, when are you going to wake up and realize you're the problem? And that will tick me off. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. There's several people in real life that just go around thinking they're not the problem. Am I the drama? Yes, you're the drama. Yes. Again, intervention. 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 Yeah, I do. Uh, I do think I would not want to watch that movie. And there's a second one, right? Yeah, but it's not as good. It's one of those like 
it's it's kind of about about the time people started making sequels to popular movies. And yeah, just didn't. for just like no reason. Yeah, no, it was one of those. It's like kind of like Paul Blart Mall Cop. There's a second one. There's a second mall. I've never seen it, but it was like, wait, Paul, Paul Blart Mall Cop is such a good. It's movie. so funny, and it was one I of those. I watched that movie the other day when I was watching one. Okay, so I and I he I, was totally, I forgot to do it on Friday. So you know how you have like Christmas movies uh-huh. and Halloween movies yeah, yeah. and Friday Thanksgiving movie. movies. Paul Blart is a Black Friday movie, Black and Friday I say movie. that we should make that a tradition that every Fri- Black Friday we watch Paul Blart. And you didn't do it. I didn't do it. Man, next year. Yeah, next year. I love that movie so it much. It is so good. And the thing with Kevin James is he traditionally plays like the same character, you know, kind of like Vince Vaughn or like Owen Ryan Wilson. Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. They usually play like the same kind of character because they don't have that much depth. But Paul Blart is so funny. I love Paul Blart. And I've. <clears throat> One of the freaking main quotes that my siblings and I would yell at each other randomly in public even all the time we would say still got the baggies <laughs> still got the baggies um crap what's that song me and carson when we work together that movie has a really great soundtrack. it has a very good soundtrack but there's one um i love that movie hold on i got that chick from glee is on it um i can't remember her real name I'll put her picture up right here. I love Paul Blart Mall Cop and the chick. Um, what's her name? Rainy Rodriguez. Oh yes, as the daughter. Yes, she's hilarious, and I love just all of the subtle jokes. Can't like, hold back. I can't hold back. the song that's playing oh. when they're when she he's pushing her on the Segway. Yes. I love that song. Me and Carson played that on loop. I'm not kidding you. One day at work, we listened to that song the whole morning. One song. so good. That's so funny. I do love that movie so much. It is really hilarious. Yeah, that was one of those movies that just didn't need a sequel. I think he's like, uh, he's not a mall cop anymore. He goes in like, he's a security guard at like a, like a Vegas resort or something like that. Oh, no. So it's not even, it's like Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Is the rest of the cast in it or just him? Um... I don't. Is it I'm, one where they like break up their main character yes. couple because the she girl wasn't didn't in sign it? On? Yeah, she wasn't in I it. I hate that. That I'm wasn't like, one of the main reasons why, I never wanted to watch it. Why have us fall in love with this couple and watch their journey for you to break them up for the second yeah, see, movie? Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. Is he on another segue in the movie? Yeah. Following the events at West Orange Pavilion Mall, Paul Blart is recovering from several misfortunes. <laughs> His wife Amy divorced him six days into their marriage. That's tragic. Dang. I hate that. I'm going to pretend Paul Blart ne- no, mock-up too. No, that never doesn't. happened. Yeah. I'm going to go back to five minutes ago when I never knew that was a yeah. thing. They fall in love and they live happily ever after. Okay? Why does Hollywood ruin everything <clears throat> that they give us? To feel better, Paul takes pride in patrolling the mall. He receives an invitation to a security officer's convention Okay, in Las Vegas and begins to believe his luck is about to change. His daughter Maya, discover, Maya, Maya discovers that she was accepted into UCLA and plans to move across the country to Los Angeles. But in light of her father's in- invitation, she decides to withhold the information for now. And that was just the. That's the, the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. That is lame, and I'm gonna pretend that that didn't just happen. That you didn't just ruin Mall Cop for me. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, we're just gonna pretend. Peanut Blarton Jelly. Whoa, whoa, just, what's up, man? That was. I love that. That was the first time I've read the the synopsis of that movie, and I didn't like it. That was so. terrible. I hated it. What is another movie that got a sequel that didn't need a sequel? That didn't need a sequel. Yeah. I. I do like the second Princess Diaries, but I do not think it was necessary. I don't think that we needed to see it. Yes, I do know that we're ma- they're making a third. I genuinely think the third one might be better than the second one. I just don't really know that we needed to see her. That short after. I feel like the yeah. third will be better because it's been it's years. It's been a long time. I think maybe if we saw her like fully in her life and someone's trying to come after her throne or something like that, but so close after and then to do like her like trying to find a husband or something, I just feel like that was just like such an easy grab. I feel like the first movie was so like oh, these independent women, blah, blah, blah. And then the second movie's all like, yeah, but you have to find a husband now. What? Sorry. Okay, so I'm looking at a list from IMDb. Of the worst sequels? Uh, 20 films that really didn't need a sequel. Okay. okay. First, you have Jaws, which I can kind of agree with that. I've never, never seen Jaws, seen but I, can, I, could, I could see why it didn't need a sequel. Yeah. Number two is The Hangover. Never seen it. Love The Hangover. I'm I allowed, disagree with I'm that I'm not one. allowed to watch it, Kate. Sorry. Don't say that to me. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, this one I don't understand. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Doesn't that have like seven movies? Five movies. Mm. I feel like the first three were good. It was like a trilogy. So I think it I fit. saw them forever ago. Yeah. I feel like I've never seen the fourth and the fifth one. I'm still working on the third one. But I feel like it works as a trilogy. So I, f- I disagree with that one. Then you have Taken, which I agree with that one. Taken two, Taken three. Mm. Taken one was really good. And yeah. Scary movie. Never seen that one. But I can see why. That's the con- like the parody. Yeah. I can understand that Conor one. Ferris is in that as yeah. well. Blade, never seen that one. The nope. Matrix, Superman, nope. Bruce Almighty. You had Evan Almighty with uh, Steve Carell. Yes. He, he and does, then like, Bruce the Noah. Almighty was... Uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Right. Okay, this is the one that I was shocked at. Number 10, Shrek. They said Shrek? Yeah. Shrek 2 is your favorite. Shrek 2 is the... Shrek 2 is arguably, uh, with a lot of people, better than Shrek 1. Maybe who made this list? I know that's crazy. And then you have the whole nine yards. I don't know what that one is. Nope. Yeah, Ice Age. I feel like could have just been without. Yeah, I've never really seen Ice Age. Um, Jurassic Park, which I could see that one. Rush Hour, Men in Black. I don't know what that is. Don't the know. Mummy, oh. Forty Eight Hours. I've never seen any of these freaking movies. I know. Beverly Hills Cop, fake. The Santa Claus. <gasps> Santa Claus Two is amazing. Santa Claus 3 is... Mm, I but, love the Santa Claus. Yeah. We're going to do a, a Christmas episode. Don't you worry your little booties about it, your film bluff booties. We have to watch the Santa but, Claus series before we do the... I don't know. It should be over by the time we do it. Oh Christmas my gosh. Episode. I haven't even started it. Yeah. But I love the Santa Claus 1. It's one of my top favorite movies of Christmas I love movies. Santa Claus. But I love Santa Claus 2. That's yeah. where the little toy Santa comes to life and he goes to Earth yeah. to like, find his wife, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love that one. And the I last one was them. Ghostbusters. At least they didn't say High School Musical. I know. You know IMDb probably doesn't even consider High School Musical an actual movie. Ah. But don't tell YY. <laughs> because YY's favorite movie is High School Musical 2. Oh, no. Okay, I found a, di- a different list. Okay. Know. It oh says Yard Barker. Oh, my God. If it says Pitch Perfect, I agree. Because Pitch Perfect 1 is the only good one. Home Alone. <gasps> Home Alone 2 is my favorite. Home Alone 2 is my favorite, I too. love Home Alone 2. He's Lost in New York. Yes. I, lo- I remember... Wait, so, what does he say when he when there's a hole? Something about a hole. Wow, what a hole! 
Ah, oh, crap. I don't remember. I, I That was another movie I could have quoted yes, a long time ago. Yes, I was going to say Home Alone 2, and then I, it wasn't my turn anymore. I love Home Alone 2 way better than Home Alone 1. I love Agreed. Home Alone 1. Agreed. But I love Home Alone 2 Agreed. better. Ah, oh, that, that one makes me mad. Um, Let's see. Never seen these movies. Karate Kid. Karate Kid. I love Karate Kid 1. Airplane had a sequel? Karate Kid 1 is so good. Did you ever watch it? I know I told you to. Mm-hmm. Lame. You should watch it. But I think that the rest of the Karate Kids are old movies. I think I do agree with that. Only the first Karate Kid should have been made. Because I think that's another one where they break Dirty up dancing. the main couple. I've never seen Dirty Dancing. And I know I will probably get hate for that because people are always saying, oh, what's what's some movies that you've never seen that people hate on you for never seeing? Probably Karate um, Kid. Cause just karate Kid, um, Nacho Libre. Oh, Nacho Libre. Um... There's some other ones that I've never seen. That is that the list? I don't. I, I don't like There's a lot one. of like really classic classic movies I've never seen. Like I do not really enjoy old movies like that are boring. Yeah. You know, like when our attention spans weren't meant. Yeah. To be having a hit of dopamine every couple seconds, I need that dopamine. So far, the. All the lists I've looked at all agree that Jaws and Taken never needed a sequel. Which I agree with. Space that. Jam. Space There's Jam. A Space Jam too. Yeah, with Le- uh, LeBron James. Everybody hated oh, it because it was LeBron one? James. Yeah. Is that really a Space Jam Dumb two, or is it a remake of Space Jam? I think it's like a se- I think it's supposed to be a sequel. Hmm. Or maybe a remake. I don't know. Um. I really do hate Pitch Perfect three, but I love Pitch Perfect one. Toy Story 3 is on that list. Just the third one? Just the third one. They don't like that one? Apparently when Andy it goes to college? To stop at, th- at two. Yeah, that was the best one. If you didn't cry yeah, during really Toy like Story 3. I really like Toy Story 2, though. I love Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2 is really good. But Toy Story 3, if you didn't cry at the end of Toy Story 3 when they're holding hands as they're almost fixing to fall down into the furnace. <laughs> I'm just thinking Kate about it. really mad. He slammed his phone on the table. And he like said... It was the last movie on that list, too. Oh, okay. This is random. But I wanted to... Talk, I just thought... I, I don't even know what... I just saw net, the word Netflix, and I wanted to talk about it. Um, it's a series. It's not a movie. I can't remember what it's called. Dang it. Um, but it's a new series that's coming out in, I think, February. Okay. And apparently, supposedly, however you watch this series, whatever I order you watch this that. series it's gonna it's make gonna sense it's gonna make sense and it's a completely different perspective yeah. on it so you could watch it either you could watch it backwards i think it's like six episodes so you could watch like six to one it'll make sense you can watch one five six two three four it'll make sense yeah. no matter what order you two, watch it six, in four, yeah five one three no matter what order you watch it in it's supposedly supposed to make sense i genuinely don't understand how they're gonna do that so, so i i know i'm 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 really premise? intrigued i i can't i can remember we'll have to watch it and we'll have to watch it called. and let the people know um, I gotta figure, I know who's one guy that's in it. Um, but yeah, and apparently it's like the way they said it is like some, every episode will have either like a question that gets answered in another episode or it'll have an answer that you don't even realize is the answer to a question from another episode. And so either way, everything gets answered. And so apparently it's supposed to be like about a, a, a wow. bank heist. A oh. bank heist? Mm-hmm. Should we watch it in two different orders? That's what I was going to think. Yeah. Like I, I was like, as soon as I read that, I was like, this is perfect oh for God. our podcast yeah, because really we could idea. watch it in whatever order we wanted to. And 
and watch it in two different orders and then talk about it on the podcast. Yes. That'd be really fun. Trying to figure out what it is. I got. I have to go the long way around. Did you Google it? No, I know one of the guys that's in there. He Who's was in, in Breaking it? Bad. Oh. Um. Let's see. It's been a lot. Seen that television. Do 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 do. Oh yeah, kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope. Do 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 do. Oh, sorry. It's not six. It's eight episodes. I thought it. What I wrote Dang, was six. That is cool. Um, yeah, but yeah. We should have a guest for that one and have someone else watch That's it. That's what I was thinking. Like, have three, three different yeah. perspectives. I feel like Weston would be a good one. Weston he- would be a good one. Yeah, we can have Weston on for that one. Weston, in the three weeks when you eventually get to this episode, <laughs> let us know what you think about being on the podcast for that. Don't tell him yet, Cade. Yeah. He's got to. He has to find that out on his own. Don't tell him, Grace. Apparently there's a trailer out. I haven't watched the trailer yet, but. Me either. After you're done with that, we can take a ad. An ad break. I do not know the words oh, that are in here. And it's loosely uh, inspired by a real life story. Ooh. So that's cool. Maybe it's so confusing because the story has been told from so many different perspectives that nobody knows what the truth is. And apparently. Isn't that how life goes? That's true. Apparently, like, I guess it's a, it apparently, calls it a, an, an anthology series. So mm-hmm. I guess every episode will kind of be its own Interesting. kind of story. But also telling the yeah. it, the full story, hmm. so that's cool. I like that. Weird. Hmm. Okay. So I'm taking this one right here. Why do you have a pen? Oh, you were taking notes earlier. Okay, I got flapjack. Colonize. Colonize. All right. Do you like flapjacks? Yeah. Is that all you like? I love a flapjack. Flapjacks are amazing. Do you like to be around like-minded people who only like flapjacks? Yes. I hate people who like waffles. Now, hear me out. Introducing the new community, Colonize Flapjacks. It's like an online dating service. Yes. But for people who only like pancakes. Yes. Or flapjacks, as they're more notably known. You colonize flapjacks. Yes. You get on there and you fill out your profile and then you're connected with other like-minded people who only like the same breakfast foods as you. Yeah. And so it's a really easy service to use, actually. It's only three steps. So you get on, you list your favorite flavor of flapjack, and then you get connected with people. That's how it goes. Three steps. And it's actually 100% free to everyone. But... If you use our code FILMBLUFFJACK5, they will send you $5 for signing up and using ours. So it's free to everyone, but if you listen to our podcast, you'll get $5 for for free. So I don't know why you wouldn't want to do that unless you like waffles or French toast or any of that crazy jazz or crepes. Those are not flapjacks. They're different. Visit colonizeflapjack.com. And use FILMBLUFFJACK5. $5. Five dollars, not five dollars off. Dollars five dollars. Again, that's not five dollars off. If that's you're five not using this you. code, you are irresponsible with your finances, and we don't want you on here anyway. Because the five dollars that you get actually comes from our one hundred percent profits from our first ad. Yeah. So that's just so a little gift from us to you. So technically, 
colonized flapjack isn't giving you the five dollars we are yeah and we're just it's like a circle you know you thought at the beginning wow these people are kind of like just banking off of this yeah, and these just people taking are advantage jacks. of it yeah no but you see, you had to wait until this point of the episode to find out that we're actually giving back. Yeah, if you don't know this about how taxes work, we actually get a tax break for all of the money that we give away. So Colonized Flapjack is just kind of a front for our money laundering, as in we're giving away some money, but we're actually saying that we gave away a lot more money yeah. than we're going to give away. But You think we're just, being generous, but we're just, just being... That's how we're able to do this. Yeah. That's how we were able to afford this black table, a nice and, nice and clean black yeah. table, if, if you didn't notice. I, I noticed how none of you said anything about my, my new black table. Yeah, it's, it's okay. a lot. So It's okay. You thought we were giving and being generous? No, we're just saving our own butts. We're actually horrible human beings. So Yep. Anyway, colonizedflapjack.com. Check it out. And we're back. Here's a debate. That I think we should talk about. Oh, okay. Spider-Man. <gasps> Let's do it. Let's Spider get into this. Spider-Man. Okay. Let's get into this. I think we have some fairly similar opinions when it comes to Spider-Man. Am I going first? Yeah. Okay. Am I covering up my face? Okay, so am I saying which one I like the best? Yeah, for what reasons? Tom Holland. Um, One, because... I just love Tom Holland. He's amazing. Yeah. Two, he's he's, a he's actually around the age mm-hmm. that Peter Parker should be. Because all, all the stories, no matter how kind of different they are, they all start off with him in high school. Yeah. And he's the only one that was not only close. He was still, he's my age. He's just a little yeah, older than me. he was still older. He was still older, but he was close. And he looks, he looks, he looks young. younger. Mm-hmm. And so he fits that. And then also, I just feel like, and a lot of it is the writing. It's not just him. Yeah, the writing. 100%. Um, he just plays such a good, not only Peter Parker, but a good Spider-Man as well. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, they're one, but they're two. Yeah, for sure. Because there's 100%. Peter there's Peter Parker, who's yeah. just kind of dorky, nerdy, kind of just, just awkward. And then you have Spider-Man, who's just the sm- most smart aleck character ever. Mm-hmm. And just swinging around, being funny and everything. Kind of, it's just like that mask. It's kind of like yeah. hiding him and everything. And so you have, there has to be the two, mm-hmm. the two, but the one. And I feel like Tom Holland does that amazing. I I agree. I think that for what Spider Man is, I think Tom Holland's the best Spider Man. But I think Andrew Garfield is the funniest Spider Man. I would say though, you'd say that, yeah. I think Andrew Garfield. He's very quirky. His Spider Man should have probably been like the college years yes. because he does look a little bit older yes. and he is a little too cool to be Peter Parker. Yes. Like he skateboards and he's kind of like, um, like alt indie kind of guy. He's a little too cool for the casual Peter Parker. But mm-hmm. I think that as the smart Alec side of Spider-Man, I think he's the better Spider-Man yes. because of that. Like, and plus he doesn't get all of the tech from Tony Stark that, tom holland spider-man yes. gets like he builds all of his stuff himself like he doesn't get the in the hand webs and he doesn't get the tony stark mm-hmm. um nano suit tech and so andrew garfield's spider-man is just 100 percent what he can do yeah and so i think that while his peter parker is a little too cool for how peter parker is supposed to be one nothing makes you cry like that freaking Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm. That was rough. That is rough. You don't that expect that from a superhero movie. I know. Um, back to what you were saying about like the webs and everything. Mm-hmm. That is one thing I did really like about 
the Amazing Spider-Man is they show him making the webs and trying to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Trying to figure it out Uh what was right. And he's like making them in the chem lab at Mm -hmm. school, which I thought was really fun. He's like pulling out his little thing and testing the the stickiness of the web. Yeah. And he's like doing all of these different things. Whereas Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, yes, there's a part of us that is naturally drawn to him because he was our first First, Spider-Man. And it's like that childhood, oh, this is my Spider-Man kind of Mm -hmm. thing. The Spider-Man... I don't remember which one it was. It might have been the third one, maybe. It was like one of the first movies I remember as a kid going to see in the movie theater. It was like those Spider-Man movies. I remember them so well being a kid. But it's not a good movie. No. None of them are good movies. Spider-Man no. 3 is a decent movie when he's supposed to be an adult. Like, I don't know what age he's supposed to be at that point. But About, he's supposed to be more grown. I think grown. like 22, 23. He's supposed to be more grown. So it tracks a little bit better. And I think that Topher Grace does a really good job in that movie. I think that um, Kirsten Dunst is a terrible MJ. Terrible MJ. I think that she doesn't give a crap about him at all. No. Like, she literally doesn't. And her voice is so whiny. Yeah. I feel like one thing... I I think just one thing that's just is about the Mary Jane character is she is like that sometimes damsel in distress. Mm -hmm. Um, There... So She's I yeah I love Spider Man and so one of my favorite uh, versions of Spider Man is actually from the last video game that came out. Oh my God, you're such a nerd. I'm a nerd. I literally don't know anything about that. And so anyway, but that Mary Jane, she still had that kind of damsel, but she would also put up a fight too, and like she was actually kind of helping, and she wasn't mm-hmm. just that in the way kind of oh now I have to save you type thing. Um, that was totally not what. Kristen Dunst was at all. kind of like how Gwen was yeah in Amazing Spider-Man she, like she tried to help Gwen was sick she was super cool yeah she tried to help yes she still got mm-hmm. like you know but she tried to help she wasn't just like there yeah. Mary Jane nothing Mary Jane was so whiny she said you didn't come to my play yeah. shut, up, shut up my guy the world's not about you yeah I get it he's your boyfriend he's supposed to come wait yeah. was he your boyfriend uh best friend I best think it was I will say, but like he was working or something. Um, one of my favorite lines ever, and I did not even notice this until last year when I was watching all the Spider Mans leading up to No Way Home. Um, but there's an extended version of Spider Man Two that I had never watched, so there was like a few minutes of extra scenes that I had never seen before. And in the scene where she goes, "I'm seeing somebody," which is in the original mm-hmm. one, and he goes, he just he gets automatically just cuts to him realizing she's seeing somebody yeah in the extended version she goes i'm seeing somebody and she he goes oh therapy that was my favorite favorite line ever and when i like i said this movie has been out for i think it came out in 2002 so uh, like it had been out for therapy was not like a well that topic yeah but that but also it had been out for almost 20 years and I'm just now seeing it for the first time really last funny. year. And I, I, not kidding you, I rewound that several times just to, for really that one funny. part. So that was funny. I'm surprised that's not on TikTok somewhere. I know. Um, but anyway, but back to like Tobey Maguire, I think it also is the opposite of what you were saying about Andrew Garfield. He played a good Peter Parker. He had that awkwardness of Peter Parker. I, as an adult, can't get over the creepiness of him being a grown man playing a teenager. Yes, that's the I one thing I can't forgive it. I can't. Now, one thing I do like about Tobey Maguire is this really cool um, that I actually learned last year too. 
the scene in the lunchroom. I knew when you were going to talk about the catching the trick. When he, when he, I knew uh, you were going to talk about that. Or when Mary Jane slips in a little puddle and he uh-huh. catches her. No CGI, no 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 effects, nothing. He actually catches all the stuff on the tray. So I think that's pretty cool. I will give him that props cool. for that. Yeah, no, no, no. But other than sure. that, yeah, Toby Maguire is bottom for me. Yeah, Toby Maguire. Tom, Andrew, Toby. It's just hard because I understand that as like the world goes, to, like Peter Parker wasn't like a conventionally attractive dude. But it's just hard not to see Toby Maguire as a pick me boy. Like mm-hmm. Toby Maguire's Peter Parker is definitely a pick me boy. Yeah. He's the oh man, like isn't it so crazy that you just wish you had like a nice guy who lived next door? <laughs> and like I'm just like, oh man, you wish there was someone like me. Like I'm like me. You could date me. I'm available. Yeah. I'm gonna be here. All these jerk guys, you're gonna date them. Date me. Pick me boy. Now one thing I will say about Toby Maguire Spider Man he does have the better villains. He has the best villains. He has the best villains. He has the best villains. And that has nothing to do with how he plays his Spider-Man. No, it's 100% his the be- I mean, series. He has not only the best villains, but he has Spider-Man's biggest villains. Green Goblin, Doc Ock. Yep. And so, and I'm really glad that No Way Home brought those two yep. back in. And so, I, I love, love William Dafoe. And William Dafoe Andrew was Garfield's born to Spider-Man, be the Green Goblin. 100% he was. Every time I hear his name, there's this joke on How I Met Your Mother with his name. And so it's Marshall, and they're saying something about Willem Dafoe. And he's like, isn't it funny that his name sounds like a frog and a bird talking to each other? And he goes, (laughs) Willem Dafoe! (laughs) Willem Dafoe! I'm pretty sure it's Marshall. It's really funny and random. Willem I don't really know, but every time I hear his name, I think about that scene from How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> but I think that Andrew Garfield Spider-Man got screwed out on he villains. He got the worst villains. He did. They're like just the stupidest villains. And I think that that really hurt his franchise yeah. was his villains. And I also think whenever he was Spider-Man, he was the Spider-Man. Like, yeah. what was that, like 2013, 2014? I think I was in high school. Uh, first one came out in 2012, second one 2014. Yeah, so I was in high school, and Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker was the guy. Yeah. Like, it's how people feel now about Tom Holland. Like, you didn't know Tom Holland was coming. But compared to Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield being Peter Parker, I literally put posters of that movie <laughs> as my Man Crush Monday. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I'm an Andrew Garfield girl. He's too skinny for me now that I'm grown <laughs> up. But I did love him so much. And I remember thinking, like, finally somebody who's young and cool. Mm-hmm. But Tom Holland is the, the ultimate Peter Parker. Yeah. He I remember, is, he's the guy for sure. I remember when it came time that they Marvel was talking about bringing Spider-Man into Civil War. And so there were so, so many talks about who was going to play uh-huh. Spider-Man. And it's, it really started going the direction of Andrew Garfield was no longer the Spider-Man. I was so upset. And um, I remember when they announced that Tom Holland was it, I was so mad. I didn't know who Tom Holland was. Yeah. And I was just mad that Andrew Garfield wasn't anymore. Uh-huh. The minute I saw Captain America Civil War. He was so good. I was, I, yeah, was, yeah. I was Tom Holland all the way. Yeah, 100%. I think that 100% Tom Holland's Spider-Man is the one that can make six or seven movies. Yes. This Spider-Man is the one that can do a whole thing. Yeah. All the other Spider-Man, 
not really. Like, you couldn't really get that many movies out of either one of those characters. One, because you killed off the love interest in the second movie. Yeah. But the first one, because he's just not that interesting of a guy. Yeah. Like, he just doesn't play Spider-Man as a very interesting guy. He plays Spider-Man as this, like, crazy victim guy. Yeah. When Tom Holland's Peter Parker, hello, yeah. sacrifices himself for everyone. Yeah. He's the guy. He's yeah. the Spider-Man. So, fun fact. I think I already told you this. Um, I don't know if our viewers know, though. But in um, so in Amazing Spider-Man 2, spoiler alert, when Gwen Stacy dies, right? There mm-hmm. goes his love interest. Yeah. So, there's a deleted scene in Amazing I Spider-Man 2. Saying, it's gonna make me <laughs> Your favorite person. There's a deleted scene where no. he runs in. like he, no. It's like just a cameo. He runs into her or whatever. Mary Jane, played by the one and only... Shailene Woodley. I want to punch her in the face so bad. <laughs> there is footage of Shailene Woodley playing Mary Jane. I've seen I've seen pictures of it online. And here's the thing. For so long, I was so mad that they didn't make an Amazing Spider-Man 3. And that was the Lord watching out for me. Because if I had to see <laughs> Andrew Garfield and Shailene Woodley together, I would have been so mad. Oh, I would have been so mad. I was like, I have never liked that chick. She is so annoying. Um, and I'm, I saw this TikTok the other day that said, is there a celebrity that you have beef beef with, like, for no reason? And that's exactly what this situation <laughs> is, is, I, no, I do not like her. I do not want to see her. I do not want to meet her. I would be really mad to meet her. Like, to see her in her life, I would be upset. I'd be like, get, get out of here. Go away. I don't like you. And for no reason, she's never done anything that I don't approve of. She's just. I just don't like her. She's just Shailene Woodley. So anyway, anyway, I'm glad for that. So yeah. I was the Lord having my back. One thing I was kind of upset with with not being an Amazing Spider-Man three. One of my my favorite Spider-Man characters is I don't know if you ever heard of her. Black Cat has white hair. She's like a literally like a cat burglar. No. Um. Anyway, Black Cat's one of my favorite Spider-Man characters. Dakota Johnson, who was oh. in Spider-Man two, she I don't know. I think she played like. Harry Osborne's secretary or something like that. Yeah. Uh, she was set up to be Felicity Jones, a.k.a. Black Cat. Felicity Jones? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the chick's name in, in Arrow? Did I get it right? I think that I think that the girl in Arrow's name is Felicity, Felicity Jones. I know her name's Felicity. Maybe I got the last name right. Wrong. I don't know. Maybe I got it wrong. Felicity is the chick's name in Arrow, too. But that sounded way too familiar to me. Phil mm-hmm. Bluff's podcast, sponsored by Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. All right, let's see. That's where we get all of our facts from, because we are bluffers. Bluffers. And all of you are bluffers for watching our podcast on the third episode. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't. And it was not even Felicity. I was thinking of, I got the Ah, I got it right. Yeah, there you go. Look at me. I'm a nerd. I knew it's Black Cat. Sorry. Feli- uh, Felicia Hardy. That's Felicia. her name. Felicia. Hardy. Yep. Alicia. Um, okay, fun. Yeah. So that was. I really hope Tom Holland Spider Man brings her in because I love Black Cat and they have a they That'd have a cool. they have a fun relationship. So it's cool. Um, That'd be fun. Ooh, what about um? I can't remember her name. That chick from the Queen's Gambit who's super cool and she's got the big eyes. Anya Joy, I don't Taylor. Know that is. Anya, oh, I've, okay, I've heard she's the name. She's super cool, but she would be really fun in that movie. And I think she's around the same age as all of them. That would be a really fun casting choice. 
She was in The Queen's Gambit, and she's been in a few other things recently, I think. Anya Taylor-Joy. I thought it was Anya Joy-Taylor. Okay. See yep. Isn't she fun? Yeah. She's got big old eyes. Um, One thing, back on the Spider-Man thing, I want to talk about, go back to Tom Holland. No Way Home. No Way Home. Which also goes back to Tobey Maguire. William Defoe. Back to William uh-huh. Defoe. I I feel like... Willem. No Willem? Willem. That was William. Willem. Willem. Hmm. Um, I feel like No Way Home gave the Green Goblin so much more character depth and development than spider-man one did and one thing that i love the most and it's probably for me one of the the, one of my favorite things in film history cinematic Uh history is that switch it's insane it is insane when he has that switch of kind of like this innocent like norman just kind of like doesn't understand what's going on to that the Green Goblin. T- mm-hmm. And that's another thing that I love, too, about No Way Home is they really emphasize on the fact that, again, there's Peter Parker, there's Spider-Man, there's Norman Osborn, there's Green Goblin. Yeah, for sure. And unlike Peter Parker and Spider-Man, it's not a mental no, thing. No, it's like, more Peter of like Parker a... Peter Parker and Spider-Man are kind of two personas. Yeah. Like, he becomes probably his more truer self whenever he's yeah. Spider-Man because like he that mask. Seen. It's that mask thing. But... Green Goblin is like a mental it's disorder a mental, it's thing. The, like the, it's the serum that made him that? the Green Goblin. Where you have like multiple personality disorder. Yeah, That's that. kind of what that is. Where you don't fully, you know the other person is present, but you don't think as far as we're the same person. Yeah. You think it's two separate people. Like the Green Goblin seems sees Norman as like a weakness and a yeah. disease. And Norman's like, I don't want to be the Green Goblin. Yeah. And Which so, is cool. and you see that at the end when he yeah. finally snaps out of it, and he's like, "What have I done?" Mm-hmm. And when he snaps into it, crazy. Yeah, th- like I said, that scene. And right then he there, did his own stunts. Yes, that was his. I thought that's what you were gonna say. Well, no, that I love too. That he's like sixty something years old, pushing seventy, going through walls, man, going through, through walls. The and walls. that was his one condition of coming back. Is yeah, that he did not want to stunt double. I think he ended up for more of the a few complex, of them he did. But yeah, for the most part, he wanted mm-hmm. to do his. I own I think stunts. he did like ninety percent or like eighty five percent his mm-hmm. own stunts, like a really high number. Yeah, and I remember his his laugh. He gets. Oh it my good. god, it's so. I remember. Creepy. It was in that scene when they're in the hallway and they're fighting in the apartment complex and Tom Holland heard it for the first time. I remember watching an interview with him. He said it creeped him out. Yeah, he I does bet. It so, so well. Just that whole He's scene. He's got a creepy face, yeah. dude. He, he plays a... I, he, I, I could never see him as anything but... Apparently, he is an Aquaman and I've never seen Aquaman. I, I did not watch um, that. And I think if I get it correctly... You know who's in that? Amber Heard. Amber Heard. We don't watch that. Brick you, Amber Heard. Yeah. Anyway, I don't... If you know this, don't get on to me. From a scene that I watched, because I watched it because it was very cringy from another actor's perspective. But he, he seems to play a, a good guy. He does not. He is a villain. He's yeah, one no, of those, he's a villain. He's one of those who just plays a villain very well. And so anyway, yeah, that scene when he snaps in, it goes from Norman to Green Goblin. He should have won an award for that. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about MCU on another day. Yeah. Even though we really just did like what thirty minutes on the MCU. Yeah, but well, we mostly Spider Man. Could do a two Spider-Man's, part episode about Spider-Man's MCU. Pretty universal. Like, universal. like yeah. most people have seen Spider Man. Yeah. Okay, last two. Last word from our sponsors. Last word from our sponsor. We got bubble gum. Molly grub. <laughs> Molly grub bubble gum. Molly grub. Bubblegum. You ever just mully grubbing around? If you don't know what it feels like to be mully grubbing, it is the saddest of sads. 
It is to be super duper bumming. Molly Grub Bubblegum. Molly Grub Bubblegum is gum that is infused, you would think, with like caffeine or like sugar or something to get you hype, but it's not. It's actually infused with very specific ingredients that make you feel dopamine happiness from your memories. So what it does is there's a, a special chemical from this special chemical factory. And what it does is it makes you recall your happiest memories. Mm. So that way, when you're Molly Grub and you're remembering the best jokes, you're the best movies, the best TV shows, all of the highs and none of the lows come with Molly Grub bubblegum. And it is not, it is not a drug. It's not a drug. Don't even think that for a second. Something's not... It is not a drug at all. It is 100% legal. You can drive while you're on it. It does not change the state of your existence at all. It doesn't change how you make decisions. All it does is it brings up memories from the past. Also, introducing this new feature of the Molly Grub Bubblegum. You blow a bubble with a Molly, Molly Grub Bubblegum. Not only are you experiencing those memories in your mind, but you're seeing you can the memories see in the bubble. In the bubble. It's like a little TV show yeah. from your perspective of your most favorite memories ever. I wouldn't cons- I wouldn't advise you to blow the bubble while you're driving, but if you're at home and you're safe and you want to blow that bubble, you go for it. You blow that bubble. Molly Grub Bubble Gum. Tell them what kind of deal they can get if they use our code FILM. Bluff bubble. Film buff bubble. Film bubble bubbles. So, if you use that code, you get, with the purchase of two, you get five, and then your friend gets <laughs> one and a half. And then you get one penny that you don't get to keep, that you have to donate to us, that will then go back to the $5 that we give you for the last one. So. What? Yes. Very complicated. <laughs> Again, we're just trying to be helpful here, be generous. It's a huge discount, though. It's a huge discount, yeah. I don't remember the discount, but you get something for free. Yeah. And then and $5. we get something. That's how this works. We live in a capitalistic society where you get some, we get some. And that's how this works. Molly, bu- Molly Bubblegum. We're in a paid partnership with you. Absolutely. You pay us, we pay you. You pay us, we pay you. Everybody gets something here at Film Buffs. Anyway, Molly Grub Bubblegum. This has been our longest episode yet, where we have covered a vast majority of topics. If you've made it through this episode, this long episode, we just want to say that we love you. We appreciate you. And if we hated on you in the beginning, we are deeply, deeply, deeply 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 not sorry. sorry. Yeah, Not um, at all. You we love have asked you. Us a question. Yeah, we love you. But the next time we ask you to ask us a question, you better ask us a question, or we will be sending your picture to <laughs> Molly Grub Bubblegum, and you so will be. We're gonna be chewing all the yeah, gum, and you will go bankrupt, and you will not be in our memories. You will go in debt. You won't even be able to watch this show anymore because you'll be out in the street somewhere. All of my happy memories are only Wawai. Same. Are only little cutie Wawai. Little cutie Wawai. I love him so much. Shout out to YY. Okay. If you made it this far, DM us. 
They're not going to do a that. Question. They never DM us, Cade. We told them last time to DM us, and we got no DMs. DM us a question that you would want us to ask. This is the reality of being you. an influencer, Cade. There's never anyone asking. And when they say everyone's asking, no one's asking. No, that's true. We always start off this pot. Oh, no. <laughs> Our podcast system died. No! <laughs> You're done. You're not, I was about to go to this thing about we're always saying how we love y'all, but y'all don't care about us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Now we know what it's like for it today. Ask us questions.